Hey, this is Mateo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. You want to do the intro? Hey guys, Mateo Lane and Emma Wilman here for another episode of Inside the Closet. Today we talk about a lot, our travel woes, the Cheesecake Factory, and an article that was written about me in Attitude Magazine, and Emma throwing up in the back of an Uber. So Twice! I did it two times! But she cleaned it up! I cleaned, I didn't even get any on the Uber, I'm a champ. So enjoy the show! Here we are. But we're here together <laughs> under, uh, in my apartment. This is well, this is how much, after the day we've been through, this is it. Yeah. We, we really are dedicated to this podcast. Mateo and I both had really bad days. Really bad days. Pretty, pretty, um. I had a bad couple of days, but then today was the most overwhelming because it was just like coming back to New York and then I, since I'm leaving again, so it was just like. This will be inside the sad closet. <laughs> yeah, inside the closet on fire. It's on fire. Um, I think it's so funny because, like, even when I woke up this morning, I was like, "Just you know, the days you wake up, you're like bad. Like yeah. it's almost as if someone like wakes you up, like today's gonna be bad. Like, right? Who are you? Right? You know? I had this. I had a weird. I didn't feel that good. I felt good because I got. I slept last night, but I was had taken a red eye the night before. Mm. And if when I the flying too much and the red eye, and there was this. Flying Sunday fucks up my stomach. Fucks me up, and I was I was when I was depressed on Sunday. I haven't done this in so long. I ate like two candy bars and a bunch of candy just because I wanted to like feel energized. And yep. then I felt like, do you ever get a food hang a sugar hangover? Yeah, oh my god, I had one the other in Vegas last week. Yeah, it's, it's not a good feeling. No, because there's like nothing you can do to like clean it, like to right. clear that up. Yep, I was like, I, I felt like a dump truck. Uh, and flying makes me feel, well, this can't just be us complaining the entire time. It used to not be a problem. I, it used to be, but now I'm like, look, I'm get, I'm in my 30s. I got sciatica. I got back problems. What's sciatica? It's like a pinched nerve in my back. You've, you have a pinched nerve in yeah, your back? Yeah, so I go to, that's why I go to the chiropractor all the time. Oh, I just thought you were going to the chiropractor just because. It's It hurts, and then when I don't go, I get like all irritated and pissy about You look it. in shape. Thanks. You do. I, when I went to the chiropractor today, I was really I was so depressed when I was in there. I went, you know, you're the only thing I look forward to anymore. And he said, I'm going to give you the number to a, a therapist. You know what he said? What? He actually said, oh, that's good to hear. What? And I was like, <laughs> I, I, maybe he wasn't listening. No, you. that's that's him <laughs> in a busy day hearing you say, I can't wait to be here. Oh, that's great. That's like what it was. But like didn't hear really what you were saying. Right. He was like, I love it. Good to hear that. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my life's doing great when I'm here getting my back ripped off. Yeah, this me. is the, I, this is I've been looking forward to this. Well, how long does it take to get your back cracked? I Quick, keep talking. It, it's the best feeling. People, it's been impossible for anyone to be able to crack my back. Really? Uh-huh. If you, if people that listen to this, I'm, I'm curious if anyone else has this suspicion. I wonder if the chiropractor is kind of a hoax, though. Well, that's what everyone says. Because they're a hoax. It's, it's so because it, my back doesn't ever get any better. Wasn't like cracking your knuckles. And then you need to do it all the time. Maybe, or maybe it's like a thought. I maybe there is something good to it, but pe- I, first of all, it I feels good. But no then, idea what I'm talking about. It feels good, but then now when I don't do it, it feels really bad. So it's like I'm hooked on it. Yeah, so it's like maybe it's like eating sugar. I, you hear people say they think it's a joke. Oh, I've heard people say not a joke, but I think people say like it's not a scam. Fuck. Maybe heck. not a scam. I've heard that before, but I. We should have Chris Stefano on because he used to do all that. 
He would, he did back adjustments? Yeah, he was like a physical therapist. He, when I had my ear fucked up, he knew it right away. He was like, oh, it's this in your ear and your sinuses probably flooded into it and it's swollen. And because if it was this other thing, like the crystal that would be in line and I would have to do like this whole testing on you. I was like, the crystal? What? I was like, what are you talking about? It always blows my mind when like uh, comedians have knowledge have, of yeah. other things. You're like, you have a brain in there? Well, like, <laughs> yesterday I was talking to Ryan Hamilton. He, knew, he knows everything about Delta he, flying. And he's got a great special on Netflix. Um, he's super funny. Oh, he's one of the funniest people on the face mm-hmm. of the um, so, yeah, it just has been a weird... What did weird he say? Day. Did he have any flying travel tips? Well, he's diamond status oh, on Delta. I'm hello. And he was saying, like, how it's really difficult to get diamond status and, like, how to get upgrades. And they send you upgrades, but you have to call and you have to ask and certain things. Like, and he, knew, he understood, like, the point system. And I was like... Because I, I understand it pretty well, but, like, he knew... It was almost like I was talking to a Delta employee. That's what he... he, he, he but he, he flies all the time. Right. So that makes sense that he would he would know. Oh. I just want to get to the point where I'm like flying. I kept saying I want to fly first class forever because I've done it once now. And then right. he was like, well, if you fly in a private jet. And I was like, well, I that thought never even <laughs> occurred to me. A, a private jet. He's open for Seinfeld. So like he gets, that's like. Having that. a private jet would be. And also, you know, us complaining is like. You yeah, know, it's part of the therapy. It's part of like it's part of therapy, but it's you know it, we both we're both like grateful for our, our lives too. I feel that's important. To say. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we are grateful. There's nothing just because. Look, the Queen of England, I'm sure, complains. Yeah, she has to dress up like an Easter egg every time she leaves the house. She must complain. She drinks like five gin and tonics a day or something. No, yeah, she I doesn't read that. drink. What yeah, she does? She drinks, she has like a certain amount of cocktail she has every day. Hello, yeah. I would love another gin and tonic, mom, uh, mom, queen, mom. She's hammered. She, she's well, like, maybe that's why her life seems so great. Right, she's just totally sauced up. I mean, maybe that's why all her outfits are the same bright primary color. Oh my god, or like pastel color because like she's so drunk she can't figure out what to right. wear. So just the shoes are yellow, the hat is yellow, the dress is yellow. It's all yellow. She knows where to like reach for the clothes. She's just like stumbling around trying uh, to grab This stuff. looks good. <laughs> yellow. You know what I mean? She can't mismatch anything. I had this, I had an experience at my show in Portland for the first time. This has never happened to me. Someone walked out of the show. What, what could you have possibly said? It was so weird because Sorry. also this wasn't, this wasn't a comedy club. Everyone at the show, and I love Portland, Oregon. Everyone at the show came to see me because it was like not a comedy club show. It was just like Emma Wilman at this place. That's great. So, which, so everyone was there, which if it was a comedy club and the guy got upset, I'd be like, okay, you were expecting to see like uh, Andrew Dice Clay and I'm not like that. So you don't like it. Right. But he came to see me. So I don't know what he was expecting. Do you think he just had to go somewhere? He wasn't No, there. he yelled. <gasps> what? So he, it was pretty like early into the show. It was probably like five or six minutes in. He goes, he, and I have a joke about my reaction to my, someone asking if my uncle is legally special needs. So I'm not making fun of my uncle. I'm making fun of someone asking me if they're legally special needs and then make fun of the person asking that. And I've thought about this joke a lot. Because I want to make sure that it's, like, not, you know, and I've, like, run it by people. Whatever. Right. I understand. Yeah. So I do the joke, and he, the guy go, gets up, and he goes, it was a definitely straight white guy. And he goes, ah! He's like, you, you've been talking about special, uh, your special needs uncle for five minutes. And I was like, get the, just get the fuck out of here. You like, said that to Yeah. Him? Because it was like, it was like. Emma, you've been hanging out with me for a while. And also, it's like, pick your battles here, buddy. Yeah. Like. 
you and, and I what I wanted to say to him was actually I've just been talking about it for about 75 seconds because I've done this joke enough times and I know exactly to I would have said that second how I thought about it afterwards I was like I was I had done about 75 seconds worth of material on that and I've written new jokes about it so I was like in total I have four and a half minutes on my special needs uncle I'm only one third of the way through buddy so your time's off right but he he and he kind of like he like did his arms at me he went like you've been talking about it for five minutes Ugh. And then I was just like, get the hell out. Like, get the like, get the fuck out of here. And then I was like, I, I hate that guy. I just hate... It was such Did a... Did everyone clap when he left? Yeah, people didn't like him. Because also, it's <laughs> like, just leave. Leave yeah. the show. Don't yell at the performer. And that's such a... Um, or yeah. c- come talk to me. I mean, don't come talk to me afterwards. But in theory, come talk to me afterwards. Or contact the club. Anything but the audacity to stand up and interrupt. And there was no... They weren't serving drinks in there. It was 7 o'clock. People weren't drunk. I mean, or if they were... Everyone was well behaved, so he just—it must have been like seven twenty-five. You know what it is that this guy, because this is me today. There's so much else in this guy's mind. That's that what I was it, thinking. It, it yeah. wasn't you. Totally, it, it was it's something that had nothing to do with you. Triggered, triggered something. him, yep. and he needed as a catharsis. He needed right. to get that out, which is fine, but don't ruin the show. So it's such a ballsy thing to just. It's like if I didn't have anything prepared, I couldn't imagine standing up and yelling in front of a group of people. And I'm a professional public speaker. Yeller. <laughs> so it's like, I, I'm like, how do you just go rogue and do that? That's crazy to me. I, again, I think people just, well, I don't know. I mean, it just depends on like, sometimes it even depends on the city you're in. And I didn't say the R word. I just, I said, no, my spe- I was like, my special is uncle. Yeah. It was so, and also like, I'm pretty like friendly. So I was as far, I was like, as far as comedy shows go, like, what are you thinking? Thinking is going to Well, happen. it's like there's certain rooms. Like, I remember ta- telling the story about how I get called a faggot, and these kids in Brooklyn were furious about that. They were, like, like mad that I used that word. And I was like, oh, but we're just... Really? Yeah, but they're just mad at, at the word. They're not mad at, like... like I. And they know, were mad at you? Well, I don't think they know whether to direct their anger. I think we're taught that certain things are not supposed to be talked about. Right, and then you don't listen. They don't listen so to they're what? not listening. Yeah. You're just hearing words, and when you hear those words, you see red. You can't like I was listening to. I was I love Patrice O'Neill, so I was listening to some old Opie and Anthony. And if he was around some, today. Oh my god! But there's some things that they were said. Like there's a lot that there was being said from people. And if you've never heard of Patrice, he's a comic who passed away eight years ago? Yeah, maybe something like that. And he was like, how would you describe his comedy? Just incredibly honest and I would say controversial yeah. and, and um, um, funny. Funny. His, he is, he's funny. But I thought about it in this sense. I thought, you know what? I'm going to say something. Everyone's going to say something that pisses people off. And at some point you have to decipher like, okay, for example, like, you know, ever with Twitter, for example, if you say anything wrong, you're, you're done, you're canceled, etc. But it's like, you want to say to these people, look at people in your life, family, friends, coworkers. There is something that everybody says around us that we disagree oh, with. Oh, sure. Everyone says, but you find a way to make it work. I mean, that's just life. Leaving your apartment, like Franley Wood said, you'll be offended because you didn't pick the things that you wanted in your life. You know, you're dealt with other people's lives, opinions, and baggage and, and stuff. And people can improve without you silencing them. Like, there was this guy I remember in Boston, and he, he actually really helped me out, but he also said some problematic stuff. And then as I moved along farther, I said something to him. This is what he said to me. I remember we were backstage, and he goes, you know what I like about you? You're gay, but you're not, like, gay. Oh, yeah, and then he goes, the you know what I like about blah, blah, blah? He's black, but he's not black. And I went, eh. And he was like, what, what, what? 
And I was like, ah, it's just, it's, just, just say that you like us. You don't mm-hmm. need to, because there's nothing wrong with being uh, gay, gay or a person or of color. Yeah. There's two things to be celebrated, if anything. And he's like, I know, but I'm saying you guys don't put it on my throat. And I was like, but, okay. And then I didn't say much more to him then. And then, like, a year later, I was like, but, it, you know, you were kind of putting down our throat by you saying that. And then he was like... Yeah, okay. Well, I was on... And then he was... And he kind of changed... I don't know if he changed, but he, like, listened. And then he also did a lot of nice things for me. I was on Ron Bennington, and one of the producers on the show goes to me... um, I was like, oh, why, you have a problem with being gay? And he goes, I don't have a problem with you being gay. Just whatever you want to do in the privacy of your own home is fine by me. Who said this? And that was one of this guy on Ron Bennington's show. And then I just stopped right there, and I was like, I don't like that answer. I totally agree. I was like, what is that supposed to mean? Yeah. Like, what... It was what, like, well, like, I'm not doing anything wrong, so I don't... So what the... What are you even talking about? The privacy about? of my own home. Yeah, like, no. it's it's very problematic and it's to also be like, like as long as things. you don't live your life right. in front of me. It's like, well, no, fuck you. That's not an okay answer. And then people were calling me like, I'll think. This is one guy from West you Virginia. You said that on air to him? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, this one guy from West Virginia. I loved his accent. He was like, he's like, he's not trying to say he has any problem with gays. We're just saying, if there's something you want to do in the privacy of your own home, just do it in your own home. And I'm like, no, that 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 is the problem. What do you, that's like telling, that's like, that's the same thing of telling someone, a person of color, just be that, like, I don't even, you know what I mean? Like, or like it's, in your own home, like what? Like if I'm just gay, I'm gay all the time. Also, there are, th- it's like if you have a problem with someone doing something, like don't say that you m- don't mind if they're in their own home. Like there are things someone could do in their own home where I'm like, I don't, th- I don't understand that where it's like, oh, if it's in their own home, it's none of my business. And it's like, what if someone's hurting someone? Then yes, it is. But yeah, some, that's, you know that's what I mean? Of, like when you're beating the shit out of your like husband or wife in your home, right. It's just a way of them saying, like, I don't know how to deal with this, and um, but, like, I'm okay. It's like a weird PC answer It's such that a weird thing to, to say. God, we're just so... How did the guy respond? Oh, um, man, we, I, I said, sorry, I didn't mean to jump on you. I know you don't hate gay people or whatever. And he goes, no, I'm... We, like, it was amicable, you know right. what I mean? But it was, good, you know, good for me to say, like... It's good for me. I want to... It's almost like saying to him, it's like, you know what, I don't... But And this would even be nicer. It's being like, I don't mind if you try to... If you do entertainment, but do it in your own home. Don't do it out... Don't do it out. Don't do it out here. Well, what you're saying is, like, um, when you're not in your own home, do act so I'm comfortable. Right. And it's like, well, if I want to hug my boyfriend and kiss my boyfriend in public, I don't need your approval. Right. I don't need to be in my own home. I'll do it wherever the fuck I want to because there's nothing wrong with that. Saying to do anything outside of your own home in front of you is implying that there's a problem with it. Yeah, and it's also or, and it's also like, well, how about the only place I don't be myself is I don't go to your home because, me and you don't need to spend time together. Anywhere right. else... That's our shared space. I do what I want. You do what you want. How about you keep it to your home? I think I've gotten zero. I'm at this point now where I have zero tolerable. I'm zero tolerance for people saying homophobic shit to me. Yeah, just zero tolerance. I mean, people say when they say stupid things, I I will say to them, "There's that." Yes, I find that to be problematic. And not in, like, a bad way, but, like, there's comics all the time who say exactly what you said to me. I like you because you're not a gay comic. And I said, I am. I said, I'm a gay man. I said, and you know what? Like, if you're looking at my material based off what's gay and what's straight, like, that's your problem. I'm just going to talk about my life. So you, you, fuck you. Right. Do you feel more comfortable doing that since you've gotten, like, so strong? 
Because mm. now, like, literally, what's someone get? Like, you're not in physical danger. Well, unless the person a, was a, fucking a comedian. I, yeah, a comedian yesterday who I think used to intimidate me, who now I just don't care about because I have my own sort of feet in the ground. Right. We were sitting at a comedy club, and he sat down, and he goes, um, oh, man, uh, I just had to follow so-and-so, and they made it real easy. Boy, do they suck. And I thought, you just sat down here, told us someone else sucked, and told us how great you are, I'm not even engaging. Right. And before, maybe I would have uncomfortably laughed because I'm trying to seek that person's approval, and I literally didn't even look at him. I thought, I'm not even going to look your way. Good for you. Because it's like, how dare you sit down and it, that's the you first thing like, out of you your mouth. Like, that's my roommate. Like, or exactly. that's my friend. That was or me. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was my other, that was my stage persona. Yeah. And they're like, oh, God. I've been told many times <laughs> about, people have written things about me that aren't true. Unfollowable. Like, I do coke at Studio 54. I never did coke. It was always meth. But I always say... <laughs> Neff, man. So, can I talk about yes, this? Yes, please. So, I, I, all right, let me let me say this first. Yeah, so tell... Because also, so, when, after you did this, I remember you talking about it on the show because you're really excited about yeah. it. Yeah. Attitude Magazine, which is like one of the biggest European gay magazines, asked to do a featured article about me. And I was super excited. And the theme was like active people and whatever, like active gays. So they wanted to do a type of sports issue. So I work out, and they had me, like, fun workout clothes. And it was a really fun photo and it was, shoot. like, right, two months ago? Three months ago? Three, two months ago. Two months ago. And um, I had a really great time, and I was really excited. So when we were talking about the article, we had a big, long discussion with the writer about what, you know... Um, self-identity, how we feel about ourselves, how I feel about my body, working out, and what's helped me and what's hurt me. So I had a very honest conversation about my insecurities and, and the depression I've gone through. And I said, you know, I I, I base a lot of my life based off my looks, and I've been... Um, you know, and, and and things too. When you make jokes, like I make the joke all the time. So when people say, "Why do you work out?" the answer is because I like being healthy and I like looking good. What but, kind of question but, is that too? But what I say, why don't you? I mean, I don't. But I mean, but my joke is, I say I'm trying to get fucked. Right. That's my joke. Right. Right. They took that and wrote in the article. <laughs> no. <laughs> so the article title, by the way, by the way, I talked a lot about like how my struggles <laughs> with my so body hard. and how I looked and how I treated myself. Wait, and they included that joke in oh, there? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I, sk- I, absolutely. I missed that part. So okay. I, the, the first part was me talking about like sort of where I was starting and, and the bad mental place I was in. And I talked about how working out didn't make me feel better, right? But what happened is comedy made me feel better. Following my dreams made me feel better. Right. And and realizing that I'm not uh, a body, I'm not uh, my sexuality, that I'm more than these things, that I can't, I don't need to be identified by just kind of how society places right. something. So there was a really positive which, message. At which the, is at relatable, too, because we all right. obviously are formed by how people see us, and then we're trying to counter that and be okay exactly. with ourselves. So. And, and you know what I realized, too, thinking, like, if I, if I work out, this is going to be the answer to all my problems, and it wasn't, sure. right? Right. Um, I realize now working out is a mental thing for me, where I like going, and I like feeling good, and I like, you know, it's, it's a long road for me. And listen, I'm not saying... Everyone has their own issues with their bodies, no matter what you look like. Right. And I always talk about that. Like, if you're gay, in the gay community, if you're fat, it's not good. If you're muscular, it's not good. If you're too thin, it's not good. No matter what you look like, 
someone will find a problem with it. Right. Someone will assume who you are and make a problem with it. So it doesn't matter what people think. I might as well just look how I want to look. Lesbians are so the reverse of that because it's with lesbians. They're it's like, like the subset where it's like whatever you are, they're like, all right. Oh, in a way where it's like maybe we should encourage each other to no, like, do I, a lap in the pool. You know what I'm saying? No, I think it's lesbians Working out is health. But working, exercise is, is I don't, I'm not great about it, but it's good for you. Well, they posted the article today. I, I woke right. up to all these people And t- you have been excited it about it coming out. Really excited. Yep. And so the title of the article was, I've, um, uh, what was it again? It was Attitude Magazine, Comedian Mateo Lane, in quotations, I changed my body and I still feel like shit. <laughs> God. And I read the article and they only kept. If they were, if it was a. But they only, oh, okay, they yeah. only kept the parts where I talked negative about myself. Right. And I read it and sank into such a deep depression today because all the comments on Twitter at me, first of all, the photo shoot was, I thought it was supposed to be like an athletic thing, right? So the photos are like of me thotty naked saying I hate my body. This is the worst thing that you could post. Yeah, because then it looks like you're trying to get a compliment. Exactly. Right. And then on top of that, they don't even go into the discussion of my painting, my drawing, my singing, my comedy, oh, my so writing, were, my open were, mics. They don't go into my nothing. And you were saying so, the body stuff in the context of you had to learn to love yourself to then be okay yes. with the other things. So it just looks like I said, I hate myself, <laughs> I hate who I am, and depressed, Does never mentions anything about my comedy, my Netflix special, nothing. So... Uh, the, the, and then everyone was commenting like it's 174,000 followers hey. so they're, they're all commenting horrible things at me and that's how I woke up I woke up to feeling deceived and betrayed by a group of gay men I felt were on my side and you know what it is it's a learning thing for me I think from now on I'm just not going to do interviews or because the interview we did that that girl took everything we took out right. of context and then put pitted us against Hannah Gatsby and but, it's like I like Hannah Gatsby but, but you've, I'm not you've done interviews before where they didn't do that, right? Yeah, but I think it's a bigger scope now. Right, because any interview I've had, any interview I've had, it's very, it's the it's the minority of interviews where they get it, things get murky. Do you think, or it could also be like, it'll be like, I'll do it, but I have to get final approval. Well, I, I you know I talked to a manager about that. And I think a lot of places don't like that, like final right. approval. I understand that. I get that, and, too. And, 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 you know, I don't think the... I texted the guy, and he said, I'm so sorry, and this was not our intention, and blah, blah, blah. And that's, look, I'm, they're not the enemy. Did they but, say you were joking when you said your joke? Did they go, no, Mateo jokingly no, said, I do it to get no, fucked? No, So they just said it like you were serious? Yes. They made me look like such a superficial, narcissistic piece of shit. Why would... Yeah, that's one thing. It's like, if someone's joking, do the decency of saying, like, they jokingly said, or give the context of it. So it's not like... It'd be like if I was like, I'd be like, say you got something really good, and I'd be like, oh, man, like, I hate you. It'd be like, Mateo said he got this, and then Emma promptly let him know that she hated him. It's like, (laughs) wow, that, you know, instead of being like, you know, his friends lovingly said, like, fuck fuck you. I think it's a learning issue for me. Like, this is going to be something we're going to be doing a lot, and I just have to be super careful about what I say, and... You know, I mean, no one really cares at the end of the day. No one gives a shit. No one knows who I am. No one cares. Are you going to just take a break from Twitter, or what are you going to do? No, I mean, I... No, I don't know. I mean, I just... I feel like... I just feel bamboozled. I feel like, like, they took advantage. It's just... You know what really sucks is there's such few queer people doing comedy in the grand scheme of things that any moment 
we get to shine, it sucks that our own community is using everything against us. Like, right. I mean, that feels very conspiratorial. Like, I'm not like Roseanne Barr <laughs> on Joe Rogan. Like, did you hear that Roseanne interview? was on Joe Rogan? Yeah, I mean, she, every excuse under the book for those tweets. I was like, what did it's, she it's say? A lot. I'm not making any excuses for this besides the fact that, like, there was a whole interview and they only printed They misquote. They, they misquote. Right. I mean, they did misquote me. I said those things. But it was, uh, it was too... I thought was building to an arc of like, hey, things will get better and, you know, you can work on yourself. And, right. But, you know. So. I guess it's like figuring out where it's like going into things where it's like, I'm only going to say, if I'm only going to say things that I'm going to do everything I can. Like, I remember there was a interview that I did and then I sent it. Actually, this is a long time ago. I sent it to the Canadian, Canadian that I was dating way back. And I sent it to her and she, she worked with people that like had to do a lot of interviews so I was like what do you think of this and she was like Emma you're giving the person way too much information here she was just like she was like skim it down so they can only take you know like what you need them to and I was like I didn't even know what she was talking about and I was like oh and she's like like you're giving them so much info that then they could just they could they could chop that up she's like and everything is spelled horrifically and I was like well that's where I was hoping you would come in Mm -hmm. but that's it's it's I've never been able, when you're talking to someone that's when that's impossible because like you're like they're there to get info out of you. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that happened. It's all right. I am like I cried. That's I good. Feel, no, it's not. Did you feel better after you cried? No, I don't feel better. <sighs> I don't feel good. I mean, I I think it's just like this is like it's just I'm just gonna try and look at this as a learning lesson and hope that in the future I don't make the same mistakes. But it sucks when you think you're doing something that's going to be a good message for people to read and then the message yeah. that you get is um, not just incriminating on who you Especially are when you but work it's also so, like work so hard but it's also yeah. like the people who look, I don't know follow me or know right. me you know, they're going to be like oh this guy's such a piece of shit and it's like well I can't defend it because I'm not big enough I don't have enough platform it's fine I mean it's not worth getting into an argument with it and I didn't tweet about it and I didn't do anything I just oh good I just was like, oh my god! I I just feel, I just am like real. I just feel so stupid. I feel really bad. I, I'm not normally like a depressed person, but I'm like it's one of these days. I'm like I can't even like. Yeah, I just I feel so weird. Have you ever been on antidepressants? No, because I'm not a depressed person. I've been taking them for years, no. but the problem is I always forget to take them. <laughs> <laughs> I've been taking Wellbutrin and Zoloft for years. But I've been, I forget to take it all the time, mm-hmm. which is, like, not good. You know, I'm just going to handle this the Mariah Carey way and, like, I guess not talk about it and just move on. Yeah. She's got so much shit thrown at her, and she just never talks about it. Right. I put moisturizer in my eye. Do you need a Kleenex or something? Um, I told my mom that I wanted to get Botox, mm-hmm. and that did not go well. Why? Last week, I was like, you know, I've been thinking about it. I want to get Botox. And she was like, What? And I was like, I want to try. I was thinking of trying to get Botox, you know. I was like, because so I was like, I wouldn't care, but just because of like on camera stuff, like I feel like I should do it. I was like, I don't have a problem with aging, you know. It is what it is, and also I could give a fuck when I if someone like I could care less. I was like, but I've just been noticing it for myself. And she was like, but what? And I was like, so I'm thinking of getting Botox, and she was like, No, why do you have a problem? Why do you have a problem with that? She's like, Promise me. You will not do that. Just promise me. And I was like, are you serious? You know, my sister heard you say that. And my sister said, oh, tell her to get a really good doctor and I'll, yeah. I'll tell her where to get it done. 
Really? So she's done it before? Yeah, but just like very little bit. You get very little bit. And also like I scrunch up my forehead all the time. So in the past year, I've noticed, like I notice it. Do you think I need it? Definitely not. See, you're, you don't, I, my like, I always am like scrunching my forehead. But I'm my mom off. made me promise her. Right? And I was like, I can't, I said, oh, how about this? I promise you I won't do it until the next time I see you. And she was like, it's not healthy. It's weird. Like you have, you really have a problem with the fact that, you know, you're evolving. No. I was like, no, it's not that. She was like, something's off. And I was like, I don't, I don't know why. Something's I'm, off. I couldn't believe that she was that upset. And she was like, I can't believe it. I don't know why other people are so threatened by other people wanting to like change their looks. Do you she know what was, I mean? Like, I don't understand what that is. She was, she was, she was, I haven't heard her get that upset since, since she found out I was faking recycling. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard her get that upset since then. Then, because she was like, You're, you know, this is weird. You've put time and effort into faking this. Like, it's not healthy. That's how she was with this. And then she, because I did my hair platinum. So she was like, and how's your hair? And I was like, it's good. I really like it. And she's like, ah What does she want you to do? Not I wear makeup? Know. Wear a pant, like a potato and sack? I don't and, know what she's thinking, because at the same time... You know what it is? I, I think your know. mother's afraid that you're going to... Go Hollywood? But, like, yeah. it's not like I'm going to, like... I mean, but she was the one... If, you've, if you're if you starting to listen now, I got teeth. Like, I got teeth. I got fake teeth. I got... Uh, what are they called? Veneers. Veneers from a discount dentist up in Harlem years ago who let me pay him cash and go at weird hours. I love it. <laughs> and you know what? I've been thinking about it. I need to go back. I need to go see that guy again. No, go to another guy. I have another dentist now, but I don't think he's as good. Go to... I have a good dentist that I go to. Really? Yeah, he's on 12th Street. Do you have dental insurance? Oh, I should probably not keep that in. No, but, you know. Yeah. I had to go last week. Yeah, because I, yeah, maybe I need to, like, I got to do something. I'm grinding my teeth, like, a bunch. Well, they can put things in that, so you, you're yeah, stressed got, out. That's, well, I grind my teeth, and I bought a mouth guard, and there, and then I lost it. And then I bought another one, and I lost it, and I was like, fuck this, I'm not buying another one. Do you think that you're just, um, well, we talked about this, your schedule's insane, you're not allowing yourself to, like, but rest. This, but this is the other thing. I do get plenty, I do definitely get rest. Like, when I think about, like, my rest sister. Rest is different than, sleeping is different than rest. And I get plenty, of, I also get plenty of sleep. But what I think it is is it's there's there's so little consistency yeah. with it that it's like okay that it, it it always just seems like kind of like displaced. Does that make sense? Yeah, I completely understand that. I mean, I think consistency is like a, a huge thing. I know because someone someone was like, well, why don't you try doing the same thing right when you wake up? And I was like, I do that. I reach for my phone. I reach for my phone. I go, shit, I thought I was charging it. This happens every morning. And then I go and I, I charge it. And then I check some emails and I go, oh. Or sometimes I'll try to wake up and be like, I'm grateful for this. No, I think what they mean is like when I wake up, I wake up, I open my shades, I drink a huge thing of water. What if you drink what if you're start, on the road? I start making coffee. Wherever I go, I make sure that I keep it sort of the same. So it's like right. I know when I wake up in the morning, I need to have... Coffee and water, relax. I wake up always a little earlier so that I can like kind of sit and relax. I put up, when I'm here, I put on MSNBC. I watch Morning Joe. I sit oh, and drink coffee. I make oh, you're such a little, such a I little, my eggs. Whoa, such a little like suburban mom or something. But, but you know what? Like that kind of normal. Like I know what to look forward yeah, to. Yeah. Helps me stay like regular. Well, see, and what I've done that is where I put that on my chiropractor. Each city I'm in, I'm like, I'm finding one of those, and then I go, and like that's when I'm like, it's like me time. Going to a chiropractor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And when I was in LA, I did cryotherapy a bunch. Yeah, you told me about that. You stood in like a frozen. Yep. Because it's supposed to be good for your back. So I did it, and it, then I became like buddies with the guy. Have you gone to an guy. actual doctor about your back? No. No, yeah, I, ha- I, I did. And they, he, I mean, they say different stuff. They were like, you probably just have a pinch nerve. Well, this is what, to fix it, I have to build up my core muscles. Well, then you should be focusing on uh, doing core workouts. I did. I, I've done yoga in the past. Yoga is not like a core workout. It's just like doing a deadlift. Uh, I don't, what is that? doesn't sound good. Well, there's like different workouts you can do at the gym to like focus on your core. What's a deadlift? It's a too hard to squat. Is it you kind of squat? You, you bend over a little bit? Yeah, and you pull, pull your, up the weights. Oh, yeah. But you actually have to be taught how to do that if yeah. you don't do it right. Like it can fuck you up. Right. I, did, I got a training session a couple times. I saw a trainer and he kept show, trying to show me how to do that. Where you like hinge at the waist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> that's what I think I think with exercise stuff it's like I just keep waiting for some diet or something to come out that I actually want to do because I read a lot of like diet blogs or like diet, exercise blogs it's mostly about well we've been through this before I mean it's mostly about like talking to nutritionists and eating regular food for your body at just the right hours right proportioning your meats your protein to your fats to your carbs I had two times... Did I tell you guys about the the first time when I got to L.A. and then I threw up from the soup? What was the soup? So this past time I land in L.A., I go to a meeting and I like have all my stuff. The meeting's good. And then I go and I get some like, vegan Thai soup. And then I'm afterwards I'm like taking an Uber to my Airbnb and it's like through this like windy canyon area. And all of a sudden I was like, I'm going to get sick. And then I got sick like I threw up in, but I didn't want to get any throw up in the Uber so I threw up in my mouth oh my god and then I didn't know what to do and the guy's like talking to me and I couldn't talk because I would have and we were like on a three lane highway so or four lane highway so then finally like we stop at some point and then it's like slows down enough so that I open the door and I spit it out and he's like <gasps> and I was like I didn't get any on the car and then he's like are you okay and then we pulled over and I got sick and I like threw up all the soup and then I was in the back talking to the art therapist being super dramatic being like whoa what's oh me god. I'm not gonna blah 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 so that was the first time I got to L.A. Then two nights ago in L.A., I was super hungry, and I got to, I went to a party, and I thought there'd be snacks. There were no snacks. So I'm like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. And I had taken my uh, pill, my medicine, my, like, Wellbutrin, like, right before, and I was like, I got to get some food because I didn't eat anything. I don't feel good. I had a show, and I had my, I had some, like, industry people coming with me to the show. So I was like, I got to get some food. And people were like, okay, like, haha. But I was like, I, I need a snack. And they're like, all right. Like, but I was like, I need a snack. We get to the place. I order food. It's not going on for a while. And then I go into the bathroom and, and I like got sick. And then I like threw up for a while. And then I had to go on stage, did the show. And then afterwards I like was eating and I was like, oh, I think it's a bug. Because my body temperature was changing a bunch. And I like... Have you ever talked to someone when you're about to throw up? Yes. I finished the conversation, and then I was like, I think my Uber's here. And then I went outside and called the Uber, and then just ran into the Uber, and then right when we peeled away, I got sick in the Uber. You threw up in the Uber? But I had brought a bag with me, because I knew I was going to do it. And then the guy was like, oh my god! And I was like, I'm sober, this isn't from drinking, I'm ill, I was like, just once we can pull over, I'll take care of it. Oh my god, Emma, that, did you go to the doctor? No, I think both times it was because I think one was the soup, but then the other time I think... I, I feel like a lot of vegan foods get people sick. I this I do, I, I'm not usually... I guess I have like a sensitive stomach, but I feel like I'm like a kid. Like I'm like 
and like puke and you know what in I mean? In the back of an Uber. In the back. I love that your the, your first response to him was like, "I'm not drinking." Yeah, I know. I'm sober. I'm <laughs> sober. And he's probably like, "I don't care. I You're throwing up in my Uber." Right. Because that one was made at night. That smells. When it smells, it sticks. And I put it in the bag, then I close it. I know, I bet my Uber rating now is like negative 70. Well, I mean, at least they were nice and asked how you were doing. Yeah, he was like... You should have like stomach medicine with you. Also, I feel like you're just... Go, you, like, when you travel, actually, one of the best things to do is just go to places that you know are like going to be... Like, go to Chipotle. Oh, yep. <laughs> Even though totally. they have, like, E. coli. But you know what I'm saying? Like, because totally. it's like, even McDonald's, I know, I never eat at McDonald's, but it's like, I, my stomach is used to this. Right, you know what you're going to get. I always go to, I'll go to Cadoba, and then... Um, they still have Cadobas? They have good Cadobas. And then, what the hell, oh, California Pizza Kitchen. I love I you. love California Pizza Kitchen. What do you love about that restaurant? Oh, I love, I love all the variety, and they have new appetizers all the time. But the last time I was there, I was at the one in Long Beach... The server was openly talking about how he thought Brett Kavanaugh had a bad rap. And I couldn't believe... Or how he was getting a bad rap. And I couldn't believe it. He was like, yeah, if you ask me, like, people were just... We didn't ask the guy. You. I, I want to know what the appetizers are. I don't care what you think of Brett Kavanaugh at the California Pizza the Kitchen. The California Pizza this Kitchen. This should be the last place where Brett Kavanaugh should be brought up. Talk about... Now, he's abusing his platform because i was like the california pizza kitchen guy he was the i guy. wouldn't call and he wasn't even platform. he wasn't even us he wasn't a server he was like a the host guy. yeah he, he, he was he was he was helping like bring out food he was like helping with some of the food prep and then he was bringing out some can things. i tell you i went to so evan williams and i did a show in jersey the other day and he'd never been to the cheesecake factory what? so we saw one on the way so we went in why had he never been before? he's just never been to one so i was like well we gotta go that means and either you're like really classy or like really unclassy i'm gonna go with the unclassy okay. i mean but um we went inside first of all the the cheesecake factory on a friday night is literally Pop. like brought to you by the tsa totally i mean first of all it's crowded. Everyone has an ailment. The host won't look at you in the eye. And whatever you get will cause suffering later. You think so? And, yeah, absolutely. So you walk in and it's just it's just so stressful, right? So There was tons of people in there, right? You couldn't move. I yeah, mean, I, that's what I'm going to tell you. It was a TSA. It was like, a, it was like, they were like, I thought there was going to be like a scanner to go through. Right. The host, I walked up to her like, hi, for two. She didn't even look up. She just, looking down, she goes, okay, table, they need to, gives the girl the menus, and then just moved us along. I was like, God, this place is just, and everyone had broken foot, lost <laughs> eye, wheelchair, hover rounds, hospice. I mean, everybody <laughs> is in, there's an ailment with someone. It might everyone. have been the location. Because the one, in, the one in uh, Boston, I don't know if it's like that. It's always, it's packed. Once you go, I'm telling you, if you go to Cheesecake Factory, you go inside, everyone has, there's some broken something on everyone. Huh. Did he like the food? Yeah, we got, well, so I got a slice of cheesecake. Nice. 1,300 calories. Woo! For a slice. That doesn't surprise of- me at all, though. For a slice? Here's the thing. With the desserts, it's like, don't tell us. Well, he got shepherd's pie. Hmm. That was, I think, 2,000 calories. So the shepherd's pie is more than the cheesecake. Yes, but it's weird that one slice of cheesecake is almost as much as a shepherd's pie. I feel like... What are they doing to these cheesecakes? They're just making them delicious. They are delicious. They're so good. And their salads are huge. Oh, Mountains. I mountains. Bet. You climb, People are climbing it. Yep. 
I brought many like a date to the Cheesecake Factory. It's a date place to go to. But I mean, it's it, it's it's got good lighting. I'll not say in that. New York. I feel like lesbians in New York that'd be a tough sell. Um, I don't really want to go to the Cheesecake exactly. Factory. I prefer to go to. Uh, I don't like factories. Yeah. Um. They, although but, I am union. They. <laughs> they. <laughs> they in Boston or other places like girls are cooler with that in New York fucking should we do an episode and go to the Cheesecake Factory I love the Cheesecake Factory and record a live episode I, let I, us know if you want us to do that because if you do next week we should go to the Cheesecake I Factory I love to go to the Cheesecake Factory maybe what are, you, are you here Friday I consider the Cheesecake Factory fine dining are you, um, are you in New York Friday uh nope because I leave for two weeks to go to Italy uh, no I'll be uh, this I will be in Springfield Missouri this Friday and Saturday at the Blue Note Comedy Room, Springfield, Missouri. Do you know where that is? I have kind of an idea. Yeah. I'm going in. I'm going to Winnipeg, Canada to do I, a club. That's fun. Where in Canada is that? It's like north of Minnesota, I think. Or north of Wisconsin. I need to. I didn't even know Canada was up that way. Come on. <laughs> where did you think it was? <laughs> Well, what are you like that Simpsons joke where Marge is like, it took the kids 40 minutes to locate Canada on the map. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Marge, of, anyone can miss Canada tucked away down there. One of the most beautiful places is Halifax, Canada. Bless you. Ha- Halifax, Toronto. Excuse you. <laughs> is Winnipeg near those? What's a Halifax? Halifax is this tiny city in Canada. It's beautiful. It's so pretty. Halifax. Halifax. It's not a medicine. No, I, it's it's called Halifax. It's so nice. Well, I just messaged my agent. I was like, are there any gays in Winnipeg? Like, what, who am I performing for? I bet there will be. You think so? I do. I'm, they gotta be. Canada's, the, Canada's, like, friendly. Well, Canada's the best. I just, like, I I, I don't know where There might be more gay people there than Springfield, Missouri. Although, I'm gonna go with the solid yes. Although, um, Kansas is liberal. Kansas City. Kansas City is liberal. In Missouri. Kansas City, Kansas, because I'm flying in there oh. to do a college, and that's liberal. The most conservative, because when I got in the first time I was there, I was like, shit. It's too, I went to the Cheesecake Pack there, I remember. I remember going in. But then I went to Topeka, Kansas. That's the most, it's petrifying. It's very conservative. Like, like social, like, billboards of abortions, like that type thing. Do I look depressed right now? No. I don't. You just look tired. Yeah. Actually, you don't even look too super tired. I'm tired. Um, I took two Benadryl. We should... Last night. Oh, good for you. This is before the article came out. Yeah, I woke up to a nightmare. <laughs> Let's, um, we, so we just promote, that's where I'm at this upcoming weekend was, is Springfield, Missouri. Are yeah. you anywhere this week? I'll be doing shows in Italy, in Milan. Florida, so if you live in Italy and listen to the podcast, come on down. You're going to do shows there? Mm-hmm. That's going to be fun. I'm doing my first Italian tour. Holy shit, that's going to be fun. Yeah, it's a it's a very much needed vacation. That's gonna be that. Uh, is this the first time you're going on vacation and also working? Yeah, and Kike's coming, and we're gonna have like a, a nice vacation together. That's great. I can't wait. Awesome. All right. Well, so you guys, if you're abroad, check Matea out, and if you're anything but abroad, check me out in Missouri. This is. I'm glad we did this. Me too. I feel better. Thank you, guys. Uh, also, real quick, my my Wikipedia page says I was born in 1982. I know how to fix your Wikipedia page. Well, someone fixed it for me. Thank I have God. A, my I have a friend who's like a genius at that stuff. I didn't know what I was. He doing. made mine. Can he change my profile? I'll picture ask on him. Him? And well, he changed my profile picture. Tell them to change my picture. I was like, I and I tr- I tried finding a service to do it, and they were like, it's hard to find someone, and then um, this buddy of mine knows how to do it. They got some of the information about me right. 
Because in order for them to put stuff up, they should have to cite everything. So if right. they said they said you were born when? 1982. I was like, it's 1986. I'm not 36. That is that's weird. But they fixed it. Then someone oh, wrote good. 1776. I thought that was very funny. Yeah, that's. I prefer that. Right. Over 1986. <laughs> um, we sh- so this is the end. Thank you guys. 